Hey, Mark. Hey, Katie. Hey, you want to do a podcast? Yeah. Sweet. Okay. <laughs> Welcome to the Unforget Yourself Show, where we use the power of woo and the proof of science to help you identify your blind spots, get over your own bullshit, <gasps> so that you can do the fucking thing you actually want to do. Absolutely. I'm Mark. And I'm Katie. And we're the founders of Unforget Yourself and the creators of the Unforget Yourself system. Look, being a business owner is tough. Yeah. With vulnerability and with humor, mm-hmm. we'll be sharing with you the real stories behind the success of those brave and crazy enough to start their own business and to show you that you're not alone. You're not. Well, from the accidental entrepreneur to the laser-focused CEO, we have honest conversations about how they got to where they are today. We talk about the challenges that they faced and what they're currently dealing with in real time on their roller coaster journey. Along the way, we want to show you that it's, it's you. You are the most important asset in your business. Yeah, you are. So let's cut the bullshit and start the show. Enjoy. Okay, hello everyone and welcome to the show. So today we have with us Bridget Cutshaw, founder of Gemini Media, who helps businesses with publishing production, specifically to manage the communication of print projects for publishers, nonprofits, training companies, and design firms. Bridget, welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Mark. I really appreciate it. I'm glad that we discovered each other. Ha, <laughs> nice. Well, let's let's dig straight into it. Can you expand a bit more on where are you today with your business and who is it that you love to work with? Where I am on today with my business, I've been in the industry for like, so how old I am, over 30 years, but things are constantly changing, but I've mm. learned to adapt and my clients after a corporate lay, I had a corporate layoff with a bunch of other people, which is normal, right? And never thought that would happen to me. And then I had, um, I didn't mention this, but I had cancer again. So I'm like, I can't look for a job and deal with cancer. I had to focus on my health. And it was my clients who convinced me, Bridget, you've got all this knowledge, you know, share it and start a business. That's what happened. So I started Gemini Media going through cancer treatment, my last cancer treatment. Wow. And it did help provide um, some confidence and that I, that I needed and the clients, they jump around a lot. You know, they all, we all have our issues and they come to me when they're needing help getting, trying to get their, I didn't realize I was so detailed oriented by the way. So that's why I got into managing all these bigger projects. Uh, My background is in business development and helping people grow. And it, was a challenge at first I was scared to be honest with you because there's um well the size of the projects are lots of dollar signs next to it so I had to ask them for you know I need them you know I had to ask for the money to get this stuff done (laughs) and they were fine with it so it it just kind of fluctuated a little bit in the beginning but then it really took off the like but but in that in that beginning that place there it sounds like it was you you kind of you didn't realize just how detailed you were, just how much knowledge no, or how <laughs> how amazing you so I, I love hearing these stories of people saying, you know, you should do this or you're good at this. Like, who? Me? Surely right. not. I it's kind of beautiful. And realize that you, know, you you put the obviously the value next to it. And they're like, Yeah, that's that's right. We'll and that. I had and that's just something they needed someone with my with my knowledge to help them. A lot of companies don't have people on staff. Mm. That's why I became a solo. I guess I'm a solopreneur. I'm a, my S corp is, is what it is. Mm. So I do have partnerships with the industry, people in the industry to help them. And we, you know, I'm able to ask 
because of the business development side and the communications background, it helps me communicate properly with both sides, with the client and with the partners. Yeah. And they like the fact that I am, I'm very honest and, but I'm nice about it when I, 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 I give good feedback. Right. And they like that. And, but then I think one of the reasons sometimes I felt a little insecure is I was told early in my career from somebody that I was too nice mm-hmm. and because I was a girl. And so, but that actually motivated me. I'm like, screw you. I didn't say that out loud. And I found- Hey, that's not very nice. Love that. <laughs> but I wanted to, trust me. And I just yeah. smiled. Okay. And then I found another yeah. job where they valued me, you know, mm. and because the industry that I am is- has been, excuse me, very male dominated. Mm. And that's kind of why I probably stood out yeah. um, good and bad, right? Being a girl, but I was very fortunate that I had some managers, I guess you'd want to call them managers, who saw the um, potential in me and they brought it out and they said, be yourself. I'm like, thank you. And, oh, and that I had permission, clients. That, that, that confidence, maybe you didn't have the confidence in yourself, but to have someone else have yes. that confidence in you. Yes. So we're all talking about that. These are the catalysts. These are the breadcrumbs before you launch your business. So you can see how this is starting to evolve you. Yes. It, it's, if I didn't have that, them helping me, I don't think I would have done it to be honest with you. Yeah. And it was scary. Like I said, getting laid off, I never thought that would happen. Having cancer again and have my, my, and it's like, oh my God, what do I focus on? And then they obviously focused on the health first. And then that's when I had these projects coming in from my mm. clients for giving them to me. We sat down, what are you going to charge? And I would tell them what I would, you know, this is what is normal. And they were cool with that. And they understand as business owners, they did. You have to make, Bridget has to make money too, right? So you have to be, maybe that's good. I'm too honest. I say up front now what I'm expecting. And some people like, yeah, but they, if, I don't want to work with somebody if they don't value me. How's that? <laughs> I've learned that, that. Let's, let's pause on that because that is so, t- as a, as a solopreneur starting out, it's sort of, we joked off, offline before we, we jumped on the podcast and oh my gosh, the, the kind of solopreneur people pleasing, trying to over deliver, undercharging yes. the need to help these lack of um, sort of self-worth as we first start, which is I, I'm uncomfortable charging my worth or putting this dollar sign next to it. And then we start to see, huh, yeah, th- this is there. Or when we do that, the, the lack of boundaries, um, taking on the wrong clients. Oh, my gosh. Maybe this is a rite of passage. We all have to go through and make these mistakes. And then we start to find our rhythm, believe in ourselves. So right. what was that like for you as you kind of probably made some of those mistakes and then realized, no, I, damn it, I, I can charge my work. There were a couple of clients I wished I had <laughs> taken on. Because I probably didn't char- charge them enough, you know what I'm saying? Charge them enough. And they were, I wasn't clear. We weren't clear on what their expectations were. That's something you have to mm. do as well. Yeah. Right. And so I sucked it up and I finished the project, but I told myself I never would work with them again. And that's mm. why I try to upfront what, you know, have a call, talk to them. What are their expectations? And, and everybody, like what I do, they're like, well, what's your fee? Well, there's not really a fee. I, there's no flat rate because the projects vary. So the right, it, it varies. It's not, yeah. um, that's kind of why I like doing business to business because they understand that. And mm. 
if that makes sense. And yeah. some are, some projects are simple, some are very complicated, and it takes yeah. a lot of time. I've noticed a lot of people, I you know, who got into editing and they undercharge editing, you know. Yeah. And there's a lot of people. You've got to value what people are, are doing. I'm willing mm-hmm. to pay people um, for their help because I understand, especially the editing and design phase. It's important, and huh. to people try to cut corners too, and so you as a as a solopreneur, you're trying to want to please everybody, right? And you're trying to, that's, yes. that's what you're trying to do. And you want to get your name out there, but then you're going to burn yourself. That's another issue. You'll you make your, you'll burn yourself out working yeah. with people that don't respect you. And maybe, I don't know why I still have that in the back of my head sometimes, which I think is normal, but I think that's, um, it just helps to have, to be around people who respect you and you respect them and and to have and also it's the way you communicate to people you got to be really careful with your words I'm one of those my kids used to call me the grammar Nazi maybe I'm joking because I am so detailed they knew that when they were young that I'm very detailed and it's about how you the context of words I think that helps with your message and yeah I just want to pause there because there is okay. We can we can talk about this from a, a two perspectives. Yeah. You need you just said that you need to set the clear expectations, and then you need to be very careful with your words. So there is there is an, an angle which I mean the, the law of rhythm, the law of polarities. Yes. Oh my gosh, these two different angles. So to be very careful and mind of what you say, rather than being brutally honest and actually yes. saying what you actually think. That's one side so it's it's what what do you what do you pick because you want to be really clear you need to set expectations but you also right. want to be honest and i think right. that's, you want to be honest a... but it's i take it that's why they i i'm honest in a nice way how's that that's kind of what kind of what i mean about the words that i'm using when isn't, i'm giving feedback isn't honest being nice because to be i mean we hear this all the time do you mind if i'm if i'm if I'm real with you rather than just nice. Right. Then you can have a conversation about here's what, what I've seen, what's actually going on from my perspective. That's one aspect, but yeah, to be honesty, to speak your truth. I mean, as a, as a coach, oh my gosh, words matter. And I could pick on the butts that you said, and I could pick on, but you said this, therefore you're manifesting this words do matter, but also we need to be able to be open and honest and say, what's the first thing we think, because then there is information in that. So I'll always hold space for both of those. I've learned to um, pause before responding to something, because that's kind of when it could like again, the wrong words might come out, and I, and when you're being nice, there's to me, I see there's fake nice and there's honest nice that you're saying. You got to That's yeah. why I come across as the honest, nice person. And but I think it stuck with me in the back of my brain because of the big wigs in the industry back in the day when I was a college student. They kept pointing out how too nice I was, and mm. I didn't think I would be successful in business because of that aspect. And yeah. I was, so screw you. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, to, to hell with them. Oh, yes. Love that. So w- with that being too nice, did you find that as you were growing your business, that's this sort of niceness, it, it is there as a trait? You did find that it did sort of slow you down or make mistakes? Or did you overcompensate and you're absolutely not nice? Where, where did you go with I kind of um, slowed down maybe too much. You know what I'm saying? Oh. I was, does that make sense? Because you're being nice? 
maybe, but I didn't want to offend. I don't know why I'm that way. I think because I don't it just my my clients are a little variety. I have some nonprofits and train, you know, there's a variety of different people. So I'm just careful with my I'm still Bridget. They they like my humor. People like my I'm very I throw in sarcasm in there. Right. So that's mm-hmm. kind of I tweak the niceness a little bit that way. But that's I'm being Bridget. Right. I've yes. never been somebody I don't um give people bad feedback publicly or I just that's just not I mean I give them honest feedback and just try mm-hmm. to I want to receive that too sometimes but I want to make sure they're not offending me I think that's yeah. what I mean by gotta be nice yeah but if, if you're being Bridget and this is where we talk a lot about being authentic to be your yes, authentic, authentic yes that's self. me and if if you offend some people cool they are not yes. the right people for you it's Correct. like a I don't mean go out there and be provocatively um, polarizing. That's what a lot of people take. It's just be your, everyone else is taken, be yourself. And if people don't like it, great. That's the natural filter in the world. And it's good as a filter. I mean, when you, when you entered our world, you're like, Mark and Katie, who are these guys? Oh my gosh. But there's the (laughs) level of personality that came and you're like, yeah, these are my people. They're my people. And right. And then I, it helped that Chris referred you, you know, to me, that kind of thing. Yeah. And because I trust Chris, I know Chris, that kind of thing. Nice. And that, that's the best way to me for business. It's the best. I like um, getting referrals. That to me mm. is a, rather than having a bunch of ads out there. You know what I'm trying to say? Um, there is just Ooh. so many different ways to market. And my background yes. is in marketing. Now, hold on. Let's, let's, let's tap on that for a minute because that's an interesting concept. So Sorry. You, <laughs> Don't be so, oh, this is amazing. So that, let's get out of this rabbit hole of, yeah, so referrals. Oh my gosh, yes, referrals are one of the best ways to get business. It's also, unless you've got a strategy and a plan around referrals, it's not scalable. But Correct. I know this from, from my marketing agency in the, in the UK. I was so proud that I got all this, everything, everything came through referrals and word of mouth. That was a badge of honor. It was hiding behind. I'm scared. I don't know how to advertise. I don't know how to get myself out there. Therefore, I would convince myself that referrals are amazing because it says I'm doing some good work, which is true. (laughs) However, it can be a protection mechanism. So that's true. Let's discuss that because what's the what's the reason why you said it's so much better than putting paid ads out there? Well, not if the paid ads are really working, hitting the right people, getting a return on investment. It, right. You have to have a strategy behind both, I think. Yeah. Even with the ads, you want to make sure it's reaching the right. I'm not in, I don't, I'm not involved in that in the marketing aspect. I do the print yeah. media aspect, but there's a lot behind that is my understanding. The SEO, you yeah. know, the, uh, and ads are everywhere and it's not going to go away. I'm not saying it's bad. I just haven't not, I haven't paid for ads. How's that? That's kind of what yes. I'm saying. And this, it, that fear of the unknown, it's what, what can help in our business. And there's, yeah, there's a gazillion strategies, platforms, different <laughs> ways of, of marketing. Right. I think that's overwhelming. Yeah. It can be overwhelming. Yeah. You yeah. need to help. I would have someone help me do that because I don't know enough about it. Yeah. I would be a, a lot of people think they're going to probably waste their money. So is that the right word? There's a, no, I mean I'm just saying for feedback, and I've people have told me they're they're afraid of it. Yeah, I, I, so many people are afraid of it. So many people have stories about people who've wasted so much money. There are also stories about people who are making it really work, and it's yes. on 
their business on autopilot. Both are true, but our brains will keep us from taking the 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 threats, the that that the dangerous route. So with with business, with with the marketing angle, now we're now we're well and true down this rabbit hole. What what's what's tough for you? What what is the what would you like to see? What would you like to experience? But maybe there's yeah, as we just said, a story or a doubt or a fear that's actually stopping you from taking that I think strategy. I have this angle. I have this thing. I think it's really common too. I can talk about everybody else and their products all day long, but I have a hard time talking about me for some reason. I have yeah. a hard time talking about Bridget. And that's why maybe why I re, I like referrals. <laughs> Does that make sense? And I could talk all day long about my clients' pro- products and yeah. I'm getting more um, involved on LinkedIn now. I've always been on LinkedIn because of this business development roles, but mm. LinkedIn is is good. There's um, you got to use it the right way though, right? You got to have a got to use it the right way, and you got to communicate with other people consistently. I think that's what it is. I have a hard time marketing myself. Yeah, so that's what you. It is. Oh my gosh, you can help so many other people. You can help them. Yeah. You know, grow their business look at these strategies look at the as you said you're so detail focused it's amazing yes. <laughs> but for myself oh my gosh i can't do it and there is there is so much to that so what is it for you what are you is there is there a fear is there it sounds like there's there's some kind of what are you scared of what are you worried about what's 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 stopping you there's i don't know <laughs> i think pros and cons pros and you know Maybe, oh my God, if I'm successful, could I handle it? I kind of, you know, that's just Ooh. the, is that the, yeah. um, is that the right word? Um, it's not imposter syndrome, but it's kind of like, um, I would have to uh, that's definitely a bring, yeah, I would think, could I handle that? And that, so that's a little. Let's break it down to the absolute crux here. So that we hear this a number of times when we normally things come down to fear, fear of success, fear of failure. You straight away eloquently described for you, it might be more fear of, it's a fear of success. What comes, what if I do, you know, get my pipeline and marketing working really well, then I'm going to have all these other, then I'm going to have the next level problems. How do I hire? How do I fulfill? Can I fulfill? Do these questions come up for you or am I off base completely? Uh, no, it, it has come up for me. I did hire a, a virtual assistant because I know I can't do it all. And I think that's, a lot of solopreneurs, I, in the beginning, I was trying to do everything myself and you're holding yourself back. And I I like, I've learned when I was in the, working for other people, I like being part of a team. I think yeah. that's probably why I need to have um, maybe two virtual assistants, right? Rather than <laughs> talking to a group of people. I'm, I'm yeah. not, and, and then they're going to help me grow. And like for accounting and tax stuff. I don't do that. I, you know, I outsource that. I'm not going to do that. No, that's not my thing, but, um, a virtual assistant to kind of help get, um, she's helping me. She's got Mm. me on some other podcasts too. And she helps people get on my podcast. So I, because I don't have time. I shouldn't say it. It's just, it takes up a lot of time. And I think I don't like talking about my podcast again. I don't like, so I let her talk about me. Yeah. I think that helps me. And I want to have, that would be a good problem to have though. To be so successful, I'll have to have to hire a team. That's a good problem yeah. to have. Okay. So that's, it's interesting that, that kind of level of 
maybe a bit of avoidance comes in, which is, yes. oh, I don't know if I can get them to do it, then I don't have to do that. There is exactly. <laughs> so let's just sort of tap on that. You knew you were in your own way, just like so many solopreneurs are, by doing all the stuff. And then you made your first hire, brought in a VA, and was like, oh my gosh, this, this is life changing. Why haven't I done that before? Because <laughs> there was a fear, a bit of scarcity. Do I have enough work for them? Can I afford them? All this kind of stuff. And you've seen the benefits of that. So now in your current day, where are you, back to your language, where are you, where are you holding yourself back now? I need to, I want to do more um, partnerships and help people, how we can help each other out. Is that the yeah. right word? That's kind of where I'm at. So I'm in that phase of trying to connect with the right people. Yeah. And, and it's because I want to be able to not just, I know I can't just focus on print media. Okay. Yeah. Because of the technology of print on demand has improved tremendously. And so that's kind of why I'm trying to partner with other people, how I can help them. And I'm also trying to, what other skill sets do I have? And I've been dabbling in other things. You know, yeah. I've been dabbling in the uh, film industry, believe it or not. And so <laughs> they're here, they're big in Georgia. And I've been dabbling in it. And again, but though I, I got involved with a, with a group. I don't like doing things by myself. Maybe that's what it is. Deep down, I don't want to be mm. just a solopreneur. How's that? Maybe yeah. that's what it is deep down. Well, you just said you, you love you love being around a team. You love a team. There's something beautiful yes. sort of within that. This so partnerships sound like that's your kind of focus right now. Yes. So what's what is the partnership going to what is that going to bring you? Just in, in sort of summary. Opportunities for both of us, whoever I part, you know, opportunities for both yeah. of us, their skill set and my skill set. That's kind of how I see it. And I like like these, for example, just one example. I partnered with uh, a printer that is a global printer mm -hmm. and they give me um really good pricing <laughs> because they trust me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, and I was able to make a lot of stuff happen during COVID. Okay. Just because of my connections. And that's kind of, yeah. people don't realize how bad it was. I'm sure you've heard about it, about supply chain was insane, but I've yeah. made some good partners in that way. So then they can refer people to me that someone like me can handle a project. Right. Awesome. Yeah. That's kind of what it is. And so then I'll hand them some, you know, referrals. We're not referrals. I might be involved in the project and they can manage this. Just, I'm just Ooh, so print project. Just sort of tongue in cheek here. How, how can you get more referrals? So you don't have to do more marketing and talk about yourself, right? Oh my gosh. Speaking, you just found one way of doing, doing more, that. I thought about doing more speaking. I used to do a yeah. ton of that. And during COVID, I'd done squat. And um, <laughs> I'm, a lot of it's because the events were closed, but I'm just thinking of getting out there and doing go to more just events so I can yeah. connect with people because I think maybe that's what it is. I, my self-doubt crept in more during COVID just because I wasn't around people a lot more. I just like that. And mm. now I am independent. I like working. I've worked, always worked uh, remotely for over 20 years. That's just how my role is, but I do like going yeah. into meetings. I just like the energy I get from talking to oh, people. We're all craving connection, even post COVID. There's still that little bit yes. of we still crave it. And this Zoom, it's, it's amazing to talk with you and see you, but still, right. um, it's community, group, in person. There's still so much going on. So, look, Bridget, yes. thank you so much for. I, I wish you all the best as you get out there and get more visible and crumbs. Talk yourself up. 
Yes, I got to talk so, about myself more. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. We all do. Have the confidence. Scream from the... It's not the, the our grandma saying, mm, you, you shouldn't say that about yourself. You shouldn't you. Right. And don't, 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 don't brag. Oh my gosh. Killer of dreams. Brag. I think that's probably what it is. I think yeah. it's right. The environment, like don't, I'm from the, uh, I'm a Gen Xer. Yeah. Older Gen Xer. So we were told, don't talk, don't do that. That's what it is. Oh maybe. my word. Talk about it. Get yourself out yeah. there. So look, thank you for being on the show. <laughs> thank thank you. you for sharing a bit of advice and tips and, and behind the scenes. It's been fantastic. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. You're welcome. And look, if people want to find out more about, about you and the work that you do, where can they find you? Well, I have a website, BridgetCutchell.com, and you'll, he'll spell it out, but it's really, it's B-R-I-G-I-T-T-E-C-U-T-S-H-A-L-L. And it talks about my company, Gemini Media. I kind of merged it into one, right? Mm -hmm. And then in me, what I write about, I do a lot of writing. And then you can go find me on LinkedIn as well. Same awesome. name, well, just the same name. Everyone, if you're curious or like, hell yeah, go and check it out. And again, Bridget, thank you so much. This has been so much fun. Thank you, Mark. Oh, you're welcome. Hey, Katie. Yeah, Mark? Want to do an outro? I sure do. Sweet. Hey, thank you so, so much for listening and making it to the end. Yay, you. So what happens next? we ask them the things that podcasters are supposed to ask at the end of an episode. Can you please rate, review, download? Subscribe. Mm. Yeah. But why is it important? Because that's how our podcast gets noticed. That's how people find us. It is. And we want all their earballs. <laughs> all the earballs all over the place. We do. Nice. Yeah. So please do all those things. We'll be ever so grateful. And then more people hear your beautiful voice. Or yours. <laughs> See you next time. Bye.